What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. <coughs> Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin, and the loud one in the beginning is Tear. So, it is, it is funny that we are laughing, considering that we're talking about the end of the world. Well, fuck it, we might as well laugh, because we can't stop it. <coughs> Fair. All right, so that's not why I'm laughing. Fair. All right, so let's start with how oh, I better remove this one before I accidentally clear it or push play. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's start with okay. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a bunch of different subjects, and uh, it's gonna have political discourse in it. It's gonna have abortion. It's gonna have end of the world. And if we have enough time, I have an entire. Multiple podcast episodes of famine. Again, more new stuff coming out. But uh, let's start with some political discourse, shall we? This is political discourse in 2020. 
So I want to describe this scene. I want I wanted to describe this scene. There are lefties screaming with their fingers in the air, running around and dancing psychotically. And then you have people waving the American <laughs> flag with MAGA hats on that are the ones doing the barking and the turkey chicken noises. I guess that's the best way to explain it. And uh, so they're basically just screaming at each other. I want you to read that sign. Speak openly, disagree honestly, pursue solidarity, bull fucking shit. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, actually, actually, they are speaking openly. They are disagreeing honestly, and they are pursuing solidarity in the fact that they all sound like a bunch of fucking barbaric animals. Fair. And my favorite is that quote is from Trump. Or that's what they have written on the sign. I don't know if he actually said like it. Like the old but... dude howling like a coon dog has me dying. Right? 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 Fun. Yes. 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 <laughs> Welcome to politics of 2022. Uh, so, um, I think I'm going to save the heavier one after we sit here and get to talk about. Uh, because there's an escalation in violence. And what I mean is people sit here and when we say that we believe that this is the worst it's ever been, people will bring up incidences like when they blew up the Capitol building in the 80s, you know, the revolution and stuff like that. And I would like to take the picture of where they sit here and violence in the past has had severe peaks, which is why we remember them, right? But it, it's a bad peak, stuff happens, it calms down, and then we hit a certain baseline. Now we seem to be at a constant roar of evil shit and violence and all of this stuff. To the point where... How to, it's how to go specifically? Uh, well, okay, you know to the point... What? Do you remember, you sent me the audio and I used part of it in a video earlier where we were, everybody responding after, what, replacing Ruth Bader, Jinberg, whatever her name is, where they were all screaming. That's what yes. it is. That's what it is right now. It, it's yes. just everyone on both sides screaming at each other and a few people in the center that are getting ready to cut fence and start sorting shit. Yeah. Okay. So let, let, let's go that way then. Uh, we heard about the Roe v. You know what? Let's start with the shock one first. Okay. So when we're talking about that the the people have lost their ever-loving minds about Roe v. Wade, let me tell you how far we have gone in society. Regardless of your faith and your belief, how demonic and evilly depraved we have been become. Let me play you this clip. I mean, here's the thing. Here's my feeling about the leaker. I, I would like to find out who the leaker is so I could make sweet love to that person because that person is a <laughs> hero to me. Okay. And if the leaker, yeah. a lot of people are saying it could be a conservative. If the leaker is a Republican uh, and if I get pregnant during our lovemaking, I will joyfully abort our fetus and let them know. <laughs> 
morally ambiguous. No, that is not ambiguity. That is straight up fucking evil. Here, let me show you a headline that just came out on Fox News. Hold on, not the not the video yet. This one I don't think you saw because you're looking at your phone. Let me put this up here. The Satanic Temple is going to argue that abortion is a ritual and in legal challenges to states that put up hurdles to the procedure. What they're going to now... Uh, oh, so we can... Okay, everyone knows I'm not organized religion. I'm not Christian. We'll leave it at that. But you can be any other religion and be protected except Christianity? But more than that, they're going to use the freedom of religion to justify the murdering of children. I mean, it's not that uh, Molech, where they used to have the, what, the golden calf, where they was hollow and roast you alive? Yes. Got it. This is is where we're at. They're arguing to murder children not not a woman's right to choose that has been a fallacy that they have given us they don't want freedom to choose they want the freedom to act however they want as degenerate as they want and kill children i was gonna say the more things change the more they stay the same yep That's absolutely insane that they're going to try to use. I, I did not see that one. Uh, that that boggles my fucking brain. Then, see, because you can't hang. Uh, here's the thing: you can't. And again, it's you know, I don't have a dog in this fight. However, you can't hang a, a Ten Commandments in a courthouse. You can't fly a Christian flag over a courthouse. But they're petitioning to fly a satanic one, and they added a satanic figurine to the the what was that place? The, the, courthouse? the courthouse, yeah, yeah, the the baby Bahamut, yeah, but that's fine. I'm like, look, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the fucking gander. Yeah, like either you have freedom of religion, or you only have freedom of what they choose for you for religion. What was that? And all what was those- that clip I put up? Ah, uh, this one. Are you looking to change your client's plea? No, Your Honor. I say she's innocent of all wrong. Or not? Hold on. Are you looking to change your client's plea? No, Your Honor. I say she's innocent of all wrongdoing, but I'm asking the jury to find against her anyway. I mean, let, let's face it. She has the audacity to believe not only that there is a God, but that she has a personal relationship with him, which colors everything that she says and does. I think it's time that we stop pretending that we can trust a person like this to serve in a public capacity. In the name of tolerance and diversity, I say we destroy her. That's enough, Miss Amber. Then we can all go to our graves content, knowing that we stomped out the last spark of faith that was ever exhibited in the public square. That's enough, Miss Amber. I say we make an example of her. Miss Amber, that's enough. Let's set a new precedent. That employment by our federal government mandates that you must first announce any belief system you have. Miss Amber, that is enough. You are a force. And if someone slips through the cracks and, and, and hides their beliefs, then we arrest them and fine them. And if they don't pay, then we seize their property. And if they resist, well, let's not kid ourselves. Enforcement is always at the end of the gun. Mr. Inla, you are out of order. I charge you with the... I accept the charge because I have nothing but contempt for these proceedings. If we're going to insist that a Christian's right to believe is subordinate to all other rights, then it's not a right. And that right there was the key point. And and I want to say it from, from my perspective, too. 
you have the right right now you have the right to believe however you want but if you start giving the government the ability to tell you what you can and cannot believe what is considered sanctioned belief then what makes you think that once they're done with the christians they're not going to turn on you oh that's right you're fucking stupid and you didn't pay attention to history fair oh, i need to get rid of that one <laughs> no you don't that one's perfect <laughs> Is that the Hodge Twins one? Yes, I got it. <laughs> All right, so so then we move to the the next article that I have right here that says cops confirmed that the Molotov cocktails used were used by Antifa goons to firebomb Wisconsin pro-life charity office, whose wall was sprayed with the message: "If abortions aren't safe, you aren't either." Yeah, they were used to firebomb the offices. They won't be called domestic terrorists. They won't be charged with a hate crime. They won't be charged with insurrection or anything along those lines, even though they're planning to do the same thing to Supreme Court justices' houses. Well, Jen Psaki was asked about the firebombing and the staying outside of the house. Never once did she condemn it. She said that it's okay if people feel passionately and they want to and they want to they want to protest the the judges' houses. No. No, they can't. It violates United States code. But more importantly, she didn't speak down the violence, even though they're guilty of what they're accusing January 6th. They didn't step it down. They didn't say, hey, go home. Hey, we can fight this in other ways. You know, kind of like Trump during January 6th, his Twitter, where he said, hey, maybe we sit here and need to, uh, you know, Go home. Be peaceful. This is not what we do. I don't know why I should uh I don't know why I should be surprised that we have devolved so Can far. Good. Why isn't it what we do? We've sat there. We've allowed them to carry on like this. We have allowed them to break the law. We have allowed them to do it with utterly no consequences. And the fact that the government the legal system, the judiciary system, will side with them because they know they'll get violent, but they know that we'll just sit here and hold our peace because we're good law-abiding citizens. We Fuck are that. under we are under the the conservatives, the the people who believe in the rule of law believe that if they violate the rule of law, that they will sit here and they will be uh, just as bad as the left. That if they work within the system, things will eventually work out. How'd that work for slavery? If it wasn't for the people advocating for the end of slavery and willing to do battle because of it, the it would still exist. The law, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for the people who wanted to live freely, we would still be British citizens. Yeah, but think about this on the. You know, if it wasn't for people willing to break the law, to violate the legal code, to to put themselves as criminals, the Underground Railroad, how many thousands of slaves wouldn't have been saved? Right. Exactly. So you know what? I'm done with this. Oh, we're better than them. I'm done with this. Oh, we're we're morally you know superior. I'm done with this. We behave a certain way. I'm not going to wrestle the pig in the mud. This station was built by people who got in the mud, fucked them up, and showed them we were better at it. Fair. And then point blank looked down and goes, "No, don't fuck with me." 
So there is there is one more about this abortion thing. Yeah. I'm going to pause it because <laughs> I want you to read it. <laughs> or I'll read it. <laughs> There we go. All right. Breaking. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot issues call to arms order over U.S. Supreme Court. She tweeted Monday night to my friends in the LGBT community. The Supreme Court has is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. Is she inciting an insurrection? That's not what that says. I am not reading that. I will read All right. it. All right. So, so wait, wait, hold on. Let me. So I saw this on TikTok, and I had I already have the pictures that stated those two headlines. But when this popped up at the bottom, I about fell out. And I will let you read it. <laughs> Proper English would say that she is inciting an insurrection, but they typed it in, and I hope to God it was on purpose. If not, this is beautiful either way. She's exciting an erection. No, going, you know what? No, she's not. Fact, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I know you ain't gonna love Miss Scala Manfish over here, but I am gonna say that her actions and call the arm and them saying we want to fight is giving me a freedom boner. Fair. Okay, I, I guess I can see that. All right, all right, all right. So, let's talk about... <laughs> the look on your face when you first showed me that. I was like, you love me? Did you learn to love me? I'm a scaly man fish. And you're going, no! No, I can't! And nope. No, not. <laughs> nope. All right, so... So, uh, let's talk about uh, um, uh, a conundrum. Bill Gates released a statement. And I don't know which Bill Gates is fake news. I do know that if you say one still, even though it's the most recent one, they will still flag it. But I'm going to say it anyhow. Bill Gates. This is a horrible virus. right? The vaccines work, all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Bill Gates just got COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. but that that's not the ironic part, right? What what he said was, we were wrong about how deadly this virus is. It is no more deadly than the flu. Oh shit. Out of the ma- out of the mouths of babes and sucklings. But if you make that statement, they will still flag it. Just <laughs> like where hold on. There is another incident of this happening, and it re- literally was last week, right? Last week they sit here and they said Fuck, I deleted the wrong one. Oh. Last week they said that the Pfizer documents came out. Pfizer documents came out, right? And they said that the efficacy of the vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine, had an effective rate of 12%. 12 percent. 12 percent. 
to stop you from losing your life. Not even from getting sick. Losing your life, 12% effective. That is a failing grade on any metric. You got a better However, chance. on the headline of the newspapers that put that out, the fact checkers fact checked the headlines and said, that is an untrue statement. Our vaccines are proven safe and effective and are monitored. <laughs> when it was fucking, oh my God. We have lit, we're in the fucking twilight zone where truth is what we tell you it is. <laughs> you know what? You have a better chance of being bitten by a shark on dry land while pulling out of so, uh, of someone that has been practicing keebles like it's going out of style. Yeah. Yeah. But wait, there's more. There uh, always There's is. always more. But wait, there's more. Do you want to know how they're going to uh, distract you? You mean besides more celebrity nonsense? Hold on. I have to save it. All right, here we go. I don't know if it's big enough to see on the thing, so I may have to blow it up. Blow it up. Sorry. For the first time in 50 years, the government of the United States has decided that they are going to start an investigation. Tell me that they know exactly who they're targeting when they make announcements like this. House Intelligence Counterterrorism, Counterterrorism, and Counterproliferation Subcommittee to hold an open hearing on Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Wait, did they change, you know, UFO? Yes, they changed the name of UFO to UAP. (coughs) On Tuesday, wait. On on Tuesday, May 17th. Why is that date interesting? Everybody's going to be paying attention. Now, let 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 me ask you a question. Do you believe that the people that you don't like are going to focus on the fact that it is the hearing for the World Economic Forum and the United Nations to say, and, uh, sorry, the World Health Organization to take over sovereignty of the United States from May 22nd to the 28th? Or, and they're going to pay that attention to that and that this is just a distraction? Or do you think they're going to say that the UN stuff is a distraction while they sit here and talk about aliens and and people aren't going to pay attention? That's adorable first. The fucking Q-tards are going to be split right down to goddamn middle because some of them are dumb enough to actually be like, no, 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 UFOs are real. We told you that the alien energy was the way to go. And the other half is the one that's probably going to be right. They're going to be talking about this to distract you from the fact that the World Health Organization is taking over. They we're going to we're gonna talk about that too. So they're going to hold an open hearing so everybody can hear it. It'll be on all of the channels. No Forget way. the fact. Wait, wait. Forget the fact that the the WHO is going to rule over the United States when it comes to pandemics. And if we get to famines today or tomorrow, I'm going to talk about this specific stuff, right? 
Okay. But the American people expect and deserve their leaders in government and intelligence to seriously evaluate and respond to any potential national security risks that we do not understand. There's still much to learn about unidentified aerial phenomenon and the potential risk they may pose to our security. One thing is sure, the American people deserve full transparency. Pay attention oh, to the UFOs man. while ignoring the fact that today we hit the highest gas prices in history in the United States. Forget the fact that this is happening. You cannot find baby formula in the United States right now, but Congress is voting today to send $40 billion more billion to the Ukraine. Let's let's ignore the fact. Go ahead. Do you remember when we were talking about that really cool new neat weapon that we both want? Yes. The one that makes the that makes sound out of light waves? Right. Now all we need is a drone. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> we could go fuck with the rednecks for a while and give them a real unidentified aerial phenomenon. Right? All right. <laughs> so so I'm going to turn the volume down on this one uh, because she's speaking in French and I have translated anyhow. So you don't, it doesn't, it's not worth listening to, but I'm going to read to you. This is a, forget how long this clip is. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. Uh, but it is the official announcement. Dear fellow citizens, I recently informed you that March 1st, oh, since March 1st, an intergovernmental negotiation group has been meeting to work out a timetable and a modus operandi for reshaping the contracts between the WHO and the member states. The treaty changes, these treaty changes aim to give the WHO, in the event of a pandemic, de facto government authority over member states. They're not fucking hiding it. They are telling you outright. Without involving or consulting national governments or national parliaments. Ladies and gentlemen, this means that the rule of the people, the basic principle of any democracy, has been finally laid to rest. The composition of the WHO is not based on democratic elections. The decision makers sitting there are then authorized to issue instructions to you, but are not accountable to you and cannot be held politically responsible by you. You as a citizen will then no longer even have any political influence on whom you can entrust. With the administration of fundamental rights, lately it has been more of the withdrawal of the same. As announced, I have therefore submitted a question to the EU Commission for a written answer. I asked the Commission to what extent it would ensure that the principles of the people's rule and the political responsibility of elected representatives are preserved and that citizens are not subjected to the arbitrariness of an unelected body 
that ever further de uh, de democratization is fostered here. The answer I received to my question a few hours ago is clear and brief. Now remember, this is the head of the deputy uh, EU deputy of uh, the AFD, right? They said, not at all. Not a single time does the response even mention words like citizen, democracy, rule of the people, or political responsibility. In doing so, the Commission could have fostered the trust of citizens and exposed as fake news and conspiracy theories all the telegram messages that talk about a new world order or a world government under the guise of who. By simply stating that it will ensure that democratic decision-making processes are maintained, the Commission could have simply stated that it is very important Oop, did I hit pause by accident? Nope, that was the end of it. <coughs> I couldn't get all of it. I just holy shit. Like they, what what greedy and here's what I don't understand. Let me not even talk about you know democracy or 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 reason or anything like that. Rights, nothing, none of that. Let me just ask you, what government will yield itself to being ruled? by a group that has no accountability to it. Who gives up that kind of power? We did. Yeah. The United States is already a signatory on that treaty. And if you think they care about you or if they think that you you should get a voice, I'm going to send you I'm going to play a Zoom call from the head minister of disinf I mean Ministry of Truth. Ready? Mm-hmm. And I am eligible for it because I'm verified, but there are a lot of people who shouldn't be verified who aren't, you know, legit in my opinion. I mean, they are real people, but they're not um, trustworthy. Anyway, so verified people can. She said. Hold on, hold on. I don't give a damn what she said for a second. One, two, three people have fucking masks in a goddamn Zoom call. You spineless cunts. Sorry. These are the people responsible for how they want to move on Twitter. Hold on. Ready? Um, essentially start to edit Twitter. They're going to take your Twitters. Uh, because it's not... Let me break down what she's going to say. Because I need to take my headphones off while she's talking. Because she makes my brain bleed. So... What they want to do is they want to sit here and they want to, if if somebody puts up a tweet that they find offensive, right, the government is then going to sit here and give the ability to certain fact checkers that will be verified, meeting her criteria, you heard what she said, not everybody should get the same voice, and put context in the tweets. The ability to change, we're not talking just your fact checks. We're talking you're stupid and here's the articles that prove it. You know, from the same twat waffle that sit here and said that the Hunter Biden laptop was fake news. And now it's not. So who gets censored? I think she is more untrustworthy than I am.
but Dude, I'll let her I play. Believe, I believe the Daily Inquirer more than I believe this bitch. Fair. The same sort of way that Wikipedia is, so they can add context to certain tweets. Um, so, just as an easy example, not from any political standpoint, if ah, President on, Trump was on still on Twitter and tweeted a claim about... We mentioned this the other day when we were talking. When we when when we were going to school, Wikipedia was not listed as a citable source. But she Correct. has to change Twitter into like a Wikipedia style thing where they can add context. So they can basically take your tweet and twist it however they want. Or change it entirely. Yep. Don't okay, so I know you've heard of fake deep fakes, right? Right. I, and I have examples of them. I think that would be a fun episode to like go find all the deep fakes and the CGI mistakes in the videos around this administration and other places, Ooh. right? I think that would be fun because then they could see people could see them on one of the lot. We may do that this Friday. That that would be fun. That'd be kind of fun. So we'll sit here and we'll just circle all the CGI mistakes and how stupid this is and does anybody believe in this, right? So so we'll plan on that for this Friday, but. They have deep fakes so that you can't so good that you can't believe your your lies or your eyes anymore. Imagine if they have the ability to go into Twitter and change the tweets to say exactly what they want them to say. And and people will tell me all the time, you know, because I brought this up on Twitter, right? And people said, Oh no, we would know. If it was an actual legit uh, tweet from Q or a, a legit tweet from Donald Trump, right? Because Elon Musk is talking about putting him back on the platform. Bitch, these people got confused by doctored text messages on fucking TikTok. Give me a goddamn wait, break. Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Can you really identify which one is Donald Trump? Now I want I want to bring up some of his most recent off oh, fucks. I'm not voting for that motherfucker. The endorsement of Dr. Oz, who believes in transgender children, who believes in the vaccines, who and and okay, that matches the same message as Donald Trump. How about the fact that at the at the rally that Dr. Oz was at, they booed him. That's how much his base does not like him. Trump endorses him. But more importantly, the same... And I, I want to tell you why I believe that God has taken his hand off of Trump. Trump makes an announcement thanking the Johnson & Johnson family for being these great entrepreneurs and helping with the vaccines. Three fucking hours later. The J&J &J vaccine is pulled off the fucking market because of blood clots. That is who this man was thinking. Three hours later after saying it, they have to pull it off the fucking market. Are you sure you know how Donald Trump is going to act? That you can identify what he says? That you can't sit here and, you know, Everybody is salivating Trump's going to get back in office. <sighs> and then we're going to get our revenge. <sighs> and that's what terrifies me. Yeah, me too. All right, Absolutely. so let me let, let me let me let this finish because the right is no better than the left. 
I'm getting a the migraine. left is just dumb. I'm getting a migraine listening. Voter to fraud. Oh. Someone could add context from one of the 60 lawsuits uh, that went through the court or uh, something that an election official in one of the states said, perhaps your own secretary of state uh, <laughs> and, and his news conferences, something like that. Adding context so that people um, have a fuller picture rather than just an individual claim on a tweet. So what if, I'm going to take it down now because I don't want to see her anymore. <clears throat> that that hurt my brain. They want to control your reality. Well, it's like, like literally. So basically, with this, I I'm never allowed on Twitter. Uh, but let's say I went on to Twitter and I said, hey, just so you know, Roe v. Wade is gone and uh, Trump's going to be king. They could come in and, and take that and change it or add context to it. Yes. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it at all. But then again, once the MP drops, we won't have to worry about that shit anymore. Very true. See, there are good things about my doomsday scrolling. <laughs> yeah, but I think our definition of good and everyone else's definition of good might be a little different. <laughs> Notice I said ours. <laughs> we have a list. We're checking it twice. Fair, fair, fair. So, I want to talk about Twitter. And I want you to talk about when you feel... When you... Not you, but our audience, when you feel that things are wildly out of control, I want to read you a tweet and then I want to put some context behind it. I lost around 50,000 followers since Twitter began banning bots. I'm now sitting at around 90 followers. Every single one of my mutuals I've interacted with in the past eight years have been bots and I never even realized it. So, Go beyond the obvious haze, right? The obvious Twitter was pumping them up, right? And realize how frightening it is that there are social media influencers, people who think they're hot shit out there, who truly believe that the majority is on their side. But it was all bot accounts. All along, no one is actually listening to them. They were yelling into the void, which was sending back fake voices of approval and affirmation. Well, fuck it is all fucking bots. And how come I caught so much goddamn hate? I want to change my subscription. Thank you. If that isn't a modern horror story, you're not paying attention. They are screaming into the void and they are being told you're right. I was listening to a story of somebody who recovered from being trans. They, they, they stopped their transition in time and detransitioned. And she said, I went on Tumblr or I, and I went on TikTok and I said, I'm not comfortable in my own body. And she just typed it out because, you know, she was freaking 13. Right. And they said, they, they, the voices came back. Well, maybe you should just cut your hair. See if you like the hairstyle of a guy. Don't worry about it. If you don't like it, it'll grow back. So they cut their hair. 
And then you show the picture of your hair being cut. And they send words of affirmation. Oh, we love it. That's awesome. You look precious. Slay, king. Slay. Right? That kind of stuff. Well, and you like it. And then they sit here and they say, you know what? Maybe you should try uh Maybe you should try boy clothes, you know, wear, you know, wear a, a more masculine style and see how that makes you feel. And then you take pictures and you send them on the, on the social media website and the voices come back and say, that is awesome. We're so proud of you. And then the words start to cut. And after you get this affirmation, because people just want to be liked, you get the one voice that says, maybe you're actually a boy. You look very masculine. You're very handsome. And then they're they're they change slowly to to get that way of thinking. When all you're given is affirmation because you stand on one way and not on the other. And and eventually it leads to it. And which is why most people, if left alone and not given hormones or you know, surgeries or any of that. 97% of them revert back to their original sex. It was just a phase. It was just the insecurity of being uncomfortable. Puberty causes weird reactions in people, right? So you sit here and, and she realized that and stopped transitioning, right? She realizes that those voices, because if you don't get the information, you're just talking to yourself. It's... Remember we were discussing yesterday about how people are addicted to the dopamine rush of social media? Yes. That's all it is. It, that is that is all it is. Most of these people are so addicted to that affirmation yep. that they are willing to mutilate themselves to gain more adoration. Do you know why that scares me? I found a quote from Voltaire that scares me that they have that power to speak from the internet abyss. When I looked into the abyss, you know, in the abyss, abyss that, looks back. Was that Voltaire? Was that Nietzsche? No, no, no that's not the quote. That was Nietzsche. Oh. The quote is this from Voltaire. Those who can make you believe absurdities can also make you commit Atrocities. I forgot that one from Voltaire. But think about it. That's fucking true. Think about this. We gave them the absurdity that life in the womb is not actually life. And look at how many. How else would you consider killing millions of babies? That's an atrocity. Yes. 65 million children. And America you will eventually, whether you believe in God or karmic justice, you will have to pay that blood price. Everybody has a wear gold. Yeah. Eventually that is something that's going to, you're going to have to meet that. That's why I say that our, our society has become rotten to its core. The only way to fix our society is to reboot it. I agree with you. As much as I don't want, you know, as, as much, okay, I know that I can give off the, the, the air of, fuck it, let's burn it all to the ground. 
But if that was true, I would not be here. I would be at my house building up the arsenal <laughs> and not warning anybody. I believe that it's important that we sit here and we try to stop it at any anything possible, right? That we stop it, that we need this to end. See, I was at that point. I was at the fuck it. Let's just call it good. We're done. But because, and then we have the you. Yeah. Then we have the red skies over China. You did me dirty earlier with that. You did me real dirty. And they're not going to understand why I say that. Because they can't see the pictures. But I'm full spectrum colorblind. I don't see any colors. All I see is this picture of a bright sky, which should be dark. And something that looks like a bloom. And I'm like, is that a bomb? And he goes, no. <laughs> Just the sky is red. And I was like, how was I supposed to know? But he didn't respond for a bunch for a period of time. It was mowing the lawn. Wait, you dropped that, then went to mowing the lawn and left me hanging there trying to figure out what the fuck I was looking at? Yeah. <laughs> You're an asshole. I want, I want people to wake up and realize that our national legacy... Our national legacy is built on rebellion and freedom. Just understand that. I want to live in a world, right, as radical as I may seem and as radical as I say, one that is safe for my children, which means I want to live in a world where tyrants swing from the gallows. Our national legacy is murdering fucking tyrants. We have crossed rivers in the middle of night on fucking Christmas to get a tactical advantage. Those doing their bidding, those tyrants need to hang, and we should utilize unconventional tactics. Death to any and all that would try to enslave us, take our liberties, or threaten our way of life. I'm not going to lie. I have definitely gotten more of a sharper edge doing this podcast and bouncing ideas back and forth. And have normally I can get into information overload where with the number of sources that I listen to a day, I can like, I my brain splits it into different categories, right? But having to line them up to focus on one specific one has definitely made me more aware of the dangerous uh, Rubicon that we've come to. That they're not going to let us. That was one of our first podcast episodes. Yes. They're not going to let us live in peace. They're not going to just let us ignore their tyranny. They're going to push and push and push until we have no choice. So I say, fuck it. Prepare for that non-choice. And now I get to cover a story that I was debating as to whether or not I was going to even talk about. Is this the, the, the one? The, yeah, that one. Okay. The one that I have to change names and likenesses because they get me in trouble. Yeah, that one. Okay. So I want you to sit here and and realize that uh, Mac- uh, France has had a sudden and dramatic change of tune from their stance in Ukraine and Russia. 
So French President uh, Emmanuel Macron made a startling series of statements today. And one of my buddies uh, told me exactly why. And the reason terrified Macron. French President Macron made the following remarks publicly today. The West needs to be kind to Russia. While Europe is now helping Ukraine, there will come a point when Moscow and Kiev will sue for peace. And at that point, neither side should be humiliated or excluded as what happened with Germany in 1918. After World War uh, I, they had this horrible economic situation arise and it actually led to the beginning of World War II and the rise of Hitler, right? So how's that for a sudden change of tune? But wait, there's more. President Macron continued and he urged Europe to spare uh, his Russian counterpart for humiliation and told Ukraine it must wait decades to join the EU as criticism mounted over his failure to follow other leaders and visit Kiev. He refused to follow the other leaders and visit Kiev. Ukraine must wait decades. These are what he said. Why? Who are you? You could say invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, we're talking about deep fakes. Maybe this is one of them and we're just, you know, setting you up for Friday. Right. No. I, I, I guarantee you that before we had the idea of the deep fakes, this story had come to me. <laughs> I was told that he made these statements, uh, or when I, uh, my buddy says, when I was uh, told that he made these statements, I knew instinctively that something major must have happened behind the scenes to take such a dramatic turn. And he was right. We reached out to other buddies, and what I was told did and didn't shock me, but it will probably shock you. French intelligence intercepted communications involving a diplomat and found out that Moscow had set up a coded system via shortwave radio that all Russian embassies and consulates in the EU and USA must keep tuned to 24-7. When a specific thing is broadcast on those shortwave frequencies, that is the signal to the diplomats to evacuate from certain cities immediately because a nuclear missile launch had been ordered. Diplomats will not be given much time, if any at all, to drop whatever they're doing and get out. Inside each country, the diplomats from Russia have been told where they could flee so nuclear blasts and radiations will not affect them. When Russia President or when French President Macron was told that Russian diplomats inside Paris were given an actual pre-nuclear attack bug out instruction, he finally understood that Russia was not bluffing about launching nuclear strikes and that Paris is in fact an actual target. That's how close to World War III we actually are. Don't forget. May 8th was victory day for Russia. Mm -hmm. And they could not celebrate victory. So when we talk about situations such as there is going to be a, a uh, EMP or that, you know, this bad stuff is coming, we're reasonably sure how it's going to happen. And 
I want to show you. Now, you'll be able to see it. They won't. But I want to show you what they're flying. Does anyone know what the EC-145 uh, helicopter is for? Hey, I do. I do. Pick me. Pick me. Okay, go ahead. It's it's for doing the same thing that Amber Heard did with the handkerchief, except for nuclear waste. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is the French version of the Department of Energy uh, that they have bods on in the United States. It's the Bell 412, right? It's where they fly over and they can sniff radiation and stuff like that. Which tells me that maybe it won't be a nuclear strike via missile. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Wouldn't that make more sense? Yeah. Because you're not going to detect a missile coming with it. No. They're flying over. So this is the, our, this is the story that we really wanted to talk about. They have abused and underestimated Russia. He's got cancer. He's crazy. They're not using their best troops. They're not using their best equipment. Why do you think that is? Do you think, as some analysts say, that Russia really has fallen apart as a country? Internally, that they don't really have a military they can fight anymore, that we've just believed their propaganda and they're weak and sick and deserting, or do they believe that a certain segment of their population is expendable? Uh, it's the expendable. Well, I think we should leave that to the people in our audience to decide which one they want to choose to believe. Now, I want to sit here and I can get rid of these pictures and the overlays because I don't want them showing back up to the thing, just the kids, because I, I had, don't have the best friends. It's not, not you. I, you know what I mean by friends. So I'm going to sit here and I want to, tomorrow we're going to talk about famine. More stuff is coming out. New diseases have already come out. Uh, they're blaming dogs uh, for. Uh, uh, they're blaming dogs for, uh, hold on, which one was, it was the dogs for, uh, 160 children in the UK have had sudden onset hepatitis. You know, one of the things from the vaccine. I'm not going to say but, it. But they're blaming dogs. Uh-huh. Oh, but wait, there's more. Also, we've got this one. Donald J. Trump Jr. says you can't find baby formula in the United States right now, but Congress is voting to spend $40 billion more to Ukraine. Let's put America first for a change. I agree with that. But how about this one? In Yemen. I got a buddy stationed in Yemen, and he is starting to say that chickens are dying via contaminated feed. And then they blame it on bird flu. When it's nothing more than a manufactured. We discussed this the other day when we were talking about poultry in the United States. Oh, there's there's more coming. We have cows that are that they're taking out, chicken that are taking out, 
turkeys that they're taking out. I do have a comedy one. You want to see? You want to see a comedy one? End it with a comedy. Sure. My, my turkey comedy. Don't ask. You'll see. There it is. I'm going to read you the article. And then I want to show you who the culprit is. Because <laughs> in the... In the... I oh, fuck it, I'll just show you. Do, 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 do. Mother Nature fights back. Ready? Okay. A wild turkey has been terrorizing Washington, D.C. residents, has crossed into Maryland, and is eluding five agencies for, from as many jurisdictions. The ferocious fowl's most frequent favorite haunt is the Anacosta River walk trail near the Kenworth Gardens, just east of the United States National Arboretum and not far from the D.C. border with Maryland. I was attacked there, local resident Cliff Robinson, 70, told the Wall Street Journal. Three weeks ago, I was dying to get away from him, and he came after me. He wouldn't let me pass. Even people on wheels aren't safe. As evidenced by video posted by Singer, I don't even know, but it, it cuts off there. So here's the here's the front. New York Daily News: A terror, uh, turkey terrorizing Washington D.C. residents crosses state boundaries into Maryland. Is eluding five agencies from many jurisdictions. It's fucking nuts. It's absolutely fucking nuts. The turkeys have had enough. So you remember the story that I did that talked about the 5 million bees being killed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's more to that story. But with that being said, I think we're going to end this one here. And then our next episode will be the the oh-so-fun famine one. So, <laughs> Looking forward to that one. Huh? So I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, yeah. Doom and gloom on a scale unheard of. Baby bumblebee. <laughs> that TikTok filter makes me laugh. I'm thinking about doing a video just looking as serious as I can. <laughs> just a little eyeballs mouth. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, I'm Odin. This is TM. And we'll see you on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. <laughs>